We are back on Talk of the Town, and today, hey, I'm gonna have I'm gonna ask these guys to dumb it down a little <laughs> bit for me here in the studio. Brad, the ethical hacker, back in. How you doing? Good. Good to see you again. You brought a guest. Another one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get right in front of the mic there. I know. I, I know. I always... See, he can tell me how my computer works and all that kind of stuff. I have to tell him how the microphone works. Right in front of the, the mic there. Who'd you bring in? This is Levi Lesky, one of my old students, a previous employee, and now a guy over at NetSpy. NetSpy. Mm-hmm. What do you do at NetSpy? I am a security consultant. Uh, so basically all of the realms of uh, IT security. Uh, my main interest, however, is in social engineering, email phishing, uh, on-site social engineering, things of that nature. So that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about today. And when I, I, I saw this weird article and I sent it over to Brad and I was like, we got to talk about this because A, I think that listeners don't always realize what they're signing up for, what they're getting themselves into, then we get in trouble. And just most recently in the building here, uh, we had a coworker who's right next door. He was at one of his social media accounts was hacked and sending people messages that was as- that was like asking for a couple hundred bucks here and there. And people were like, this is kind of strange. I mean, we know we're, we work in radio and we have zero dollars, <laughs> but most of us wouldn't go to our other you know, employees with zero dollars also and beg for money. So that was weird. Mm-hmm. So things like that happen all the time. But he doesn't know how it happened. Oh, one of the big things uh, that I've seen a lot is that people end up using the same password for multiple accounts, right? So your Facebook password is also like password to your Amazon account or your password to like your bank profile. So, uh, you know, it could have been on a site that maybe they had used years ago and it's just been kind of like collecting dust somewhere. There's so a like one on password too is not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, not at all. Um, so... Yeah, it's uh, a lot of that, a lot of password sharing and, uh, yeah, just uh, other accounts that maybe they'd forgotten about that end up getting breached and there's, like, very little news on it. Um, that's what I've seen uh, just recently. I think uh, Monsoor had a friend that had yeah. that same thing happened. Password you use is horrible. Yep. So what do we do with the password thing? Because it, do we have our... It makes me just as nervous to have Google save all of them. Do you know what I mean? That's like, bad. Yeah, too. that's bad. Right? Don't let Google save those for you. Yeah. So, uh, what are we supposed to do? Password manager. I agree. Multi factor authentication. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do have that. I do have that where I have to, in order to sign in here, I have to either do something, enter a code on my phone, or. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. Well, at least there's that. So, we'll make sure everybody uh, gets on that. But um, what else? I saw in the article that I sent you, there was. Vishing, fishing, and smishing. And I thought that these are the dumbest sounding things, but you said it's all part of, would you call it SMS? No, I just or call it fishing. Fishing. That's all just it is. Fishing. Just different flavors of fishing, more or less. Just okay. social engineering targeted attacks. Mm-hmm. What What are they? Why are we calling them something different now? Uh, I think there is just a lot of buzzwords. The industry loves buzzwords. Uh, okay. Smishing is because that is phishing that occurs over SMS messaging. SMS messaging, um, okay. Vishing is voice phishing, so that would be happening over the phone. Okay. That's that MGM attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, they called yeah. them and they called like, them and said, "Yeah, this is Bob over at blah blah blah. I need you to give me all your passwords for whatever." Oh, um, okay. And then we just have email phishing. So, but it's all really coming down to trying to get your information oh yeah yeah they're trying to glean whatever information that they can even if it's not like directly a password there's other stuff that they can use to kind of 
hop to other points to kind of pivot their way mm-hmm. into, you know, other attacks, perhaps. Right. And Brad, we talked about this, I think, last time you were in, that it's it's not that they're after, like, one specific person, but but it really comes down to that. It feels like they're after my, my info. They can if it's, like, a spearfish, because then they're targeting one you person. specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's all opportunistic. Right. right. They're casting a very large net. Uh, sometimes when you see phishing emails, you're like, who would fall for this? And that someone you're does. not necessarily the target yeah. in that case. You know, there you got to remember they're sending emails out to hundreds, maybe thousands of people uh, to try to see what they can kick. Somebody up. really young or somebody that you know just isn't. I think we talked about isn't educated. Yeah, on, on what's you going know, on. Sometimes people just have bad days too. They're just not paying close enough attention to things, and that's the one time they slip up. And, you click on it. Mm-hmm. Now you were talking earlier about um, before we turn the mics on about. Uh, like a QR code, and we should be careful about what we're scanning. Yes. Is that the same type of thing? It's just another thing. I can weaponize a QR code with open source tools out there. Uh, We actually did it. uh, The QR code that I had on my shirt, Mm -hmm. we printed them off as well, and we went around just for fun in in, uh, Vegas, and we were putting them over the top of the restaurant QR codes because it was the same size. So every time they went to scan the QR code, my little website popped up saying, you should not scan this and this is why and showed them all the details about their phone. So if QR codes are a thing of the future and we're supposed to, I mean, I remember during the pandemic, we were scanning our menus all over the place. Yeah. And we're not supposed to do that. What it, do we, like, what do you do? How do you make sure that? It's opportunistic. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. <laughs> He's like telling me there's no way to tell. It's just really? use your best judgment, really, at that point. Pretty much. Like, I would say nine times out of ten, it's not going to be a weaponized, at least in our town. Right. But go up to Minneapolis. I was going to or... say, we have a colleague that was yeah, tell me stories. in Chicago that uh, used a QR code that led to a very unfortunate site that I don't think we can say on the radio. <laughs> no, we, we but, cannot. Uh, people learned a very hard lesson that yeah, way. Yeah, we put them, we, they were magnetized, and he handed it out to us, and we just started throwing them on the back of cars, and. Whatever was magnetic and it was monkey something. Uh huh. We can't yeah. finish that sentence. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was more of a, a lesson learned for people when they did that. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. there goes my search history mm-hmm. for life. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, so, other stories like that to be aware of? Um, oh, God. Keeping people. Safe. The amount of places me and him have gotten into just pretending to be someone we're not is insane. Like one of the greatest ones was one where there was an attack turkey. Attack turkey? Yeah, they, yeah. they fed this turkey and it grew to be like almost three and a half, four foot tall. It. it was just like eaten out of the trash. <laughs> but like there was a, you know, we always look for like a smoking area, right? Because people are going in and out. You can bum sure. a smoke off of somebody, chat them up for a bit, and maybe they hold the door open for you. That's a good and way to get in. you walk in and you didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. Right? So we were looking for the smoking area and we we saw nobody nobody but turkeys so when we finally do talk to the point of contact at that place we were asking them like you know is there any like smoking or like you know common area like that they're like oh no the turkeys make sure nobody smokes outside like nobody smokes in that part except for that's how we got in (laughs) no the the turkey was a a very potent defense yeah Yeah. he he didn't like us not at all (laughs) no we used i I think i used a simple shove knife tactic and we just bypassed the latch mechanism Mm -hmm. so just so you understand that i'm not sitting here with a couple of like hardcore criminals this is what you guys do for a living <laughs> yes, yes. And ethical we do yeah we, when we say ethical hackers you find 
the weaknesses, whether it's security, like a cybersecurity or physical security, and make sure that people are aware of that. Oh, yeah. Yes. His, his greatest line that I ever heard was, don't worry about it. People come up to him and he'd just be like, don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, you can find yourself in like some outlandish situations. Like I had a laptop with like two foot antennas sticking out of it because I was trying to do stuff with wireless networks. Somebody came up to me and was like, excuse me, what are you doing? I was like, don't worry about it. And and they walked away? It was it was at a college. <laughs> I mean, you know, people are not paid enough to really dive deep into those things. Right. right. We're, we're trying to play upon all of those stereotypes uh, of just, you know, People are getting paid $12 an hour. I don't think they're going to ask me what I'm doing with a laptop with antennas. They might not care, right? Yeah, I'm not paid enough to care. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but what about the casinos and the banks? And all right. That? Maybe, yeah, some of those people probably got paid a little bit more. But, uh, you know, generally speaking, the stereotype of if you see a dude that looks like he's in IT, you're just going to assume he's in IT mm-hmm. and just kind of... Like, that's just out of your wheelhouse. You don't know what they're doing. I've, it's like talking to the engineers when, you know, I, we don't know what's going on, but they always know. Oh, they there's, make things work. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. great examples of just like here in Mankato, the, like the city, wherever, you know, they, they have their offices. Mm-hmm. There's contractors that come and go and nobody knows when they're coming. Nobody even challenges right. them. But then there's some guy dangling with his feet out of the ceiling and they're like... <laughs> Uh, I guess he's supposed to be he here. He might be fixing something. Yeah, he's got a ladder. I mean, he's probably doing something he's supposed to be doing. Nobody really gives a second thought. And, and, but then there's people like us mm-hmm. who, again, pretended to be that ladder person in the building tech, yeah. and they let us right they in. Let, and they let rent you a in. truck from Home Depot, buy a ladder, and return it after the job. Is but done. as we've talked about before, it's always a really good opportunity for us businesses then to learn where our weak spots yep. are, yes. right? And that's why they would hire somebody like you. Uh, they just hate the fact that the amount of money we have to recommend them to fix it mm-hmm. is astronomical. Sure. <laughs> because I, uh, some some fixes are removing doors and switching things around. I know you've talked about latches on the wrong side of the doors. Yeah, or... Badge systems alone aren't cheap. And then automatic doors that tie into the badge system and facial recognition or biometrics or cameras. Wow. Like, and, you know, add on to that, that sometimes these companies don't necessarily even have full control over their building. If they're in a building with other tenants, yeah, then if they're it's renting up to space. the building manager. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, we can recommend so much, but if this will get implemented, it's anybody's guess. All right. Since we're talking tech a little bit today with the ethical hackers, we got Brad and Levi in studio with me today. Um, there was just in the news about the uh, the CEO of is it Open Source Open AI Open AI, AI that got fired on Friday was like basically jobless for a couple of days. I don't even know what exactly happened, but now he works for Microsoft and wasn't Microsoft one of the big investors? So now there's tons of investors into AI. I mean, every single big company is developing their own little dot AI widget that you can play around with. Now he's working for, or he got offered a job at Microsoft and then back to Chat GPT when everybody threatened to quit. And making a load of money. Are they nervous now, do you think? Because he's the one that created Chat GPT, right? Yeah, he had his, uh, it was probably his brainchild, you know, or at least a huge heavy hand when it came to it right now that could just be take that entire expertise and implement it somewhere else and now we'll have microsoft ai who knows so it's not just going to be chat gpt i think that's the thing that's a little bit confusing for some people is right now it's so new 
for a lot of us. I've only used it once or twice. I did I did look up a recipe, like a recommendation. I know that's such a mom thing to do, but that's what it and then um, used it to actually help me write something, which is interesting because I had a conversation with an author who said that there are books now that are being you know, written and submitted for uh, book contests and things like that. I've actually done it. You have? Yep. Okay. I wrote an entire white paper and a presentation for a conference using ChatGPT. All you have to do is give it the things you want. Mm-hmm. And it will word it in a, the manner you ask it to. I've asked it to, like, write me something based on being a toothless redneck in, from Texas. And it does it. <laughs> and I said, redo this legal document, uh, but with a German accent. And it does it. It's it's great. If you have a client that may be upset with you, it's awesome at writing apology emails, too. Oh. Uh, that's, I use that every day. I take my rants because I really have feelings with my clients <laughs> yeah. and I give it to chat GPT and I say, write this in a professional manner. And if you were to go through my little thread on mm-hmm. chat GPT, it's just my emails making it nice. So if somebody out there has not used chat GPT yet, would you say that it's safe for them to download and play with? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we don't have to necessarily be afraid just of don't it. Don't put in any confidential. Well, basically don't put in, in, in any information you don't want public because again, you don't control what you put in there. Right. It's going to a database that's going to outlive you, and it's just going to sit there. Leveraged in other, you know, open AI queries. Yep. Or queries mm-hmm. as well, so. Yeah, there's been a lot of employees who were doing it, and they were putting their uh, their like company's intellectual property or On, client names yeah. and things like that right into it. Don't do that. And yeah, big don't do that. Yeah. Okay, so I think with anything, there's going to be a learning curve with this, right? Yeah. Uh, and and so to keep ourselves safe, I guess I guess that just makes sense, right? I did see, um, and I don't know whether it was it was some sort of AI phone call where, uh, and they did it on television, one of the big national news programs where they had um, somebody's assistant's voice call the main uh, newscaster and ask for your credit card number because we need to get that flight booked. And it was in her assistant's voice, mm-hmm. but it wasn't her assistant. Oh, yeah. There's so, so many. We, those are called deep fakes. Yeah. <laughs> and they will keep coming out. And you'll see that for every political ad that's going to come out. They're going to start spinning it so many different ways. So it's you think be this insane. political season is going to be interesting to watch then the upcoming one? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't really have. Did we have this? Before? It won't be on TV, but it'll be in social media. It's definitely in social media. You can see a lot of it leveraged there. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of your friends are going to be sharing videos that are like, look at what he did, and, and well, it's probably not even true. There's just a, a news story a couple of weeks ago about um, the the photos of the girls in high school. Their faces or their heads were taken and put on some like nude photos, of, mm-hmm. and a boy was sharing that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of that is going to be a thing now, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thankfully, there's laws in place because that's called like revenge porn, mm-hmm. and that guy's probably going to go away for a while. Yeah. Other than the fact that he's a minor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's even, you can get away. Yeah, that might be one of those big four that are like, oh, that's that. something yeah, you can't, can't do. You are charging you as an adult now. Oh my gosh. So if we're talking about keeping ourselves safe uh, as we kind of close out our time today, do you have any uh, tips for today that we need to think about or, or other topics that you want to? I mean, if you're not using a password manager already, use a password manager. 
if you have to write down your passwords as like a very last resort because you can't remember it, you know, tuck it someplace safe in the underwear drawer or something so nobody can just see That's it. That's what I keep thinking. Are we going to go back to writing these down on a little, you know? I hope not. Yeah. You got to remember a lot of the audience could be like 40s that never touched computer, 50s, 60s, and 70s. 70s and, and up, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so be safe. And then if we're going to go look for a password manager to download and use can you give us the name of maybe a safe one that you would suggest? I use, I use a Mac, so I use MacPass. Okay. It's a third-party KeyPass X style. MacPass? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, KeyPass, uh, I think that's the open source. One. Yep, it's yeah, open source, managed by a tons of people. You know, it's not, there's no, like, compliance behind it, so who knows? It could be faulty somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But look at like LastPass. That's a very well known, but it's been yeah, breached. It's well known for oh. some bad reasons. You know, I mean, um, there's like Bitwarden too. Bitwarden uh, works pretty well. Okay. There's there's paid ones. There's free ones. It just all depends on how you want to go about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to ask the experts. Uh, what would you use? That's one of my favorite questions to ask all the experts. Honestly, so what would you do? What would you tell me to do if I? If was, you can't even use that, yeah. just go password phrase versus a password. Okay, and just remember the phrase. Absolutely. And remember the phrase. Make it long. That's easy. I like to use made-up words, too, because there's also password lists where we take commonly used names and right? spray those against accounts. Okay. So if it's a word that straight up doesn't exist, yeah. it'd be hard to find it in a list that's somewhere. That's true. I have uh, I have a password that's a foreign word that I know, but I don't think... Well, you got to be careful, too, yeah. because people are catching on to that or using like different, uh, different language characters. Like instead of oh, just sure, the English alphabet, sure. they'll use like Russian or German characters but too. Be careful, yeah. Yeah, so just be careful. You might think you're pulling one up, but people are getting smarter by the day. Oh, Boy, yeah. I'm feeling dumber and dumber by the second. <laughs> That's why I have you guys in. Well, Brad and Levi, the ethical hackers, back in studio with me. Uh, thank you so much for all the tips today, and love having you guys in. Guess I'll see you next month. We'll see you next month. <laughs>